Hi, Broncos country. My name is Tim Lynch, and I have with me our resident draft guru, Chris Hart. Uh, we're here to do another draft profile on the Mile High Broncos podcast with Fans First Sports Network. Uh, I think for today, we're going to cover uh, another running back. If you're with us last week, you know we, we covered a couple last week um, and, and talked about those uh, uh, prospects. Um, we're we're kind of going with uh, a smaller guy today and Keaton Mitchell from Eastern Carolina. He's five foot eight, 179 pounds, uh, but he's a speedster, ran a 4'3", 740. Um, seems like he could uh, kind of be a home run threat, but, um, you know, what What do you have to say about the, the kid, uh, Chris? Yeah, um, so when we talked last week, uh, we did go over a couple of running backs. We had Tank Bigsby out of Auburn and Ty J Spears out of Tulane, and it just so happens that the Broncos had scheduled top 30 meetings with the both of those guys. So I think we're on to something here with talking about running backs and seeing who the Broncos might take a look at in this year's draft. And uh, another guy who had caught my eye throughout the process was East Carolina running back Keaton Mitchell. As you said, he he's kind of has diminutive size at uh, five foot eight, 179 pounds. But the, the major draw with him is his athleticism, the fact that he did run that four, three, seven, 40 yard dash at the combine. He also uh, had a, a over 30 inch vertical and a 10 foot six broad jump. So he, he he's showing some top tier athleticism there. Um, I think he's one of the most electric players in the entire draft, regardless of position. Um, one of the, the cool things about him uh, that folks should get excited about and what Sean Payton could do with him in this offense is that he averaged over six and a half yards per carry, uh, which is absolutely unreal um, in his time with the Pirates. And uh, the past two years as a sophomore and junior, he had 2,900 all-purpose yards and 24 touchdowns. Um, my quick down and dirty scouting report on him is that he's really good in open space. He's got great lateral agility. He has the you know, penchant for making people uh, – miss him in the open field. Uh, he's a true home run hitter, like you had said earlier. Uh, take it to the house speed, you know, and he, he can, you know, anytime he touches the ball, he just might go the distance, which is really something to like about him. Uh, you know, it's unlikely that uh, he'll ever be a top option for any NFL offense or a workhorse back just because he is five foot eight and 180 pounds. Uh, but easily he's a diverse player who could be filtered perhaps, you know, 10 to 15 snaps a game. Uh, whether it's running the ball, he's really good on, you know, outside zone runs and getting to the boundary or, uh, you know, receiving the ball out of the backfield. He, he's just a diverse guy. Yeah. And I, I noticed that um, your, your grade on him was kind of a fifth round type guy, day three prospect. I'm guessing despite his seemingly elite athleticism, uh, the reason for that lower round day three type pick is, is his size. Um, that's going to kind of put him down the draft boards for most teams is kind of what you're, you're hinting at there. It, that's going to play a part in it because there are just going to be certain teams out there who have, you know, that kind of mold that they're looking for. Like these are set size standards that we have at the position. If they don't meet this, we're not going to necessarily take him off the board, but we might value him a half round less or a full round less. But, uh, you know, like we were talking about with Tank Bigsby last week and Ty J Spears, uh, plus the plethora of other running backs in this class, it's just super deep. So when trying to come up with a value for a prospect, it might not just be inherently what they bring to the table, but with such a, a wealthy class at the running back position, 
it's highly unlikely that a team might value him more than some of his peers. But, uh, you know, late fourth round, fifth round type pick there, uh, getting a player who has that home run potential and, you know, average, you know, six and a half yards per carry and had 24 touchdowns. Uh, you know, that's a really good bet at that point in time. And, you know, with, you know, Denver is missing a player like that on their offense. You know, we were all hoping a couple of years ago when they drafted KJ Hamler at the receiver position that his four, three speed was going to peel that Pringles can lid off the top of defenses. And we were just going to have a heyday in that regard. We're literally going into this 2023 season without a super huge big play threat at any skill position. So that's why I think that, you know, Keaton Mitchell, you know, despite being smaller or whatnot, has great big playability that would really benefit the Broncos. So, yeah, I mean, it's a combination of things. But, I mean, at that point in time in the fifth round or whatnot, I mean, you couldn't really ask for more uh, in a prospect. And just that big playability is certainly worth taking at that point in time. I'll, I'll tell you what, when I was reading through your, your draft profile on Mile High Report there about him, um, my first thought was just like, whoo, man, if the Chiefs got this guy, that would be a very bad thing. Right. Um, so, you know, I would think Andy Reid would value him probably a little higher, uh, given that they have they have an offense, they have a quarterback, they have everything, they, have, they can pick, make a luxury pick early. Right. Um, so, yeah, he's he's a guy that would scare me if, if a team like the Chiefs got him uh, with, sure. our, uh, with our Broncos being in the same division. Yeah. And I think he's someone, you know, you think back to Sean Payton's career with the Saints and stuff like that. And some of the players he had coached, you know, he had Darren Sproles for a couple of years there and he wasn't the biggest guy there. He was relatively the same size, probably a little bit more compact and had a little bit thicker, lower body and muscle weight. But mm -hmm. Sean Payton has proven time and time again, it doesn't matter where he drafts a running back or finds a running back. He's going to find a way to make those players excel and do a really good job. And I think that uh, Keaton Mitchell is one of those guys that he could really, really like get the most out of him uh, regardless of where they draft him. I mean, honestly, like I said, I'd feel comfortable in the fifth round, but maybe in the fourth round, if they're like, Hey, like we can get this kid a lot of reps early on and he can, you know, be a spark that we don't have. I'm going to trust his judgment with a player yeah. like this. Yeah. I mean, Sean Payton has a, has the resume of diverse offenses, uh, different, he wins in different ways over 16 years, uh, depending on the personnel he's had, you know, he's went from, you know, a pass heavy game to run heavy all, all everywhere in between. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited about what he brings to the table. Um, you know, I, I really like what I've seen and read about, um, Keaton Mitchell here. I, I, I think if the Broncos don't get him, I, I it's it's fine. Just if the Chiefs get him, I'm gonna be very, very pissed off. So, yeah. you know, uh, that's that's my biggest concern is that Andy Reid's gonna be like, Yeah, this this guy could add a add an additional home run threat to an offense that already scores a lot of points. I, I would hate that. <laughs> So It'd be a nightmare scenario for sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Andy Reid getting his hands on any player that has a, a skill set like this and that sort of speed and uh, diversity is just it wouldn't be fun. Wouldn't be fun for Broncos country. That's what. That's why we want him on the team and not playing for a rival. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, I mean, that's that kind of wraps it up with with our, our review of Keaton Mitchell. Um, you know, seems like a seems like it could be a good pick. I think the only drawback I might have would be it's kind of a he's kind of a luxury player, and the Broncos are not a team that's in a position to add luxury. <laughs> they sure. they need you know they need to get the meat and potatoes on the plate first. Right. Um, but you know. I wouldn't be mad if, if he got drafted because, like you said, he is electric. And, you know, with Sean Payton, I, I have a feeling we'd we would have some fun watching this kid play. So Definitely. Um, cool. So we'll, we'll wrap this up. Um, I think uh, tomorrow on Tuesday we'll be looking at um, an interior offensive line player. So stay tuned. Uh, check in then. Um, but other than that, uh, we'll have a good day and go Broncos.